You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad, and I want to focus this week on uh, St. Bridget, because uh, St. Bridget is the start of the Celtic New Year in our calendar would be the 1st of February. And La Fella Breed is uh, 1st of February. But uh, in and around that period, as the Irish are very prone to do, uh, you can't confine anything to one day. St. Patrick's Day round runs for a month. Well, it looks like St. Bridget's Festival is now going to run for a week. And Fella Breed uh, is... Uh, emanates out of Kildare. I think would be fair to say that she's the patron saint of Kildare. And uh, Fela Breed 2023 uh, at Sullis Uh I have Geraldine Moore on here with me and Geraldine's going to kick off today's stories and tell us what's happening in Kildare and some of the background. Geraldine, top um, well, I suppose, firstly, yes, we have, we do celebrate, uh, St. Bridget's Day for a week, but we've been doing that for about 30 years. So it's, it's not today or yesterday that that has, has happened. But this year, uh, very specially this year, it's the first year that we have a national holiday declared in honour of St. Bridget. So from this year onwards, we have a very special day for, for St. Bridget. Not always going to be on St. Bridget's Day. It depends on where it falls on the calendar. So this year, uh, to kick off, it's on the 6th of February. Um, but lots of activity here in Kildare. And of course, Bridget is, um, I suppose, attributed and not just attributed, but Bridget founded her double monastery here in Kildare, a monastery for men and women. Um, the first of its kind in Ireland, and we believe possibly the only one of its kind in Ireland. And uh, she founded it on the hill of Kildare. And today that site is occupied by St. Bridget's Cathedral in Kildare, a beautiful uh, building that dates back to about the 12th century, I think. Um, But getting back to the present day, uh, we start our celebrations um, on the eve of Bridget's Day, the 31st of January. And we do that by holding a pilgrimage to the local St. Bridget's Well. So people come from far and wide to join in this pilgrimage. We have people from Ireland, but we've also a lot of international visitors that love to join with us on that day. And we have uh, some rituals, some poetry, some music. And, and then, as you always have in Ireland, we finish off with a cup of tea <laughs> here at the centre. And... Um, then on Law Eilavrida, on St. Bridget's Day, we have cross-weaving workshop. Um, we also have a workshop in the afternoon um, called Traditions and Customs Associated with St. Bridget. And, you know, that's pure nostalgia. Well, it is for me anyway, because it brings me back to a time when my grandparents were alive and they um, all the little things that they would have done. For instance, I can remember going around with my grandfather as a very small child and he putting St. Bridget's crosses in the animal houses, in the stable and in the byre uh, for protection for the animals for the coming year. And also, of course, a Bridget's cross would have went in the house. And in our house, it was said that this protected uh, the family against fire in particular. Um, This year, also very specially to uh, mark 
the occasion of the public holiday. And also, I suppose, in light of what's going on in our world, Kildare has called for a global pause for peace. So this has gone out all over the world. It's beginning, it's a rolling pause for peace. So it's beginning in New Zealand, which will be the day before us. And I think it could possibly be ending in Vancouver. And so what we're asking people to do is maybe pause at 12 midday, wherever you are, and for a minute's silence. And it's, I suppose it's maybe in solidarity with people who are suffering uh, violence through war, but also as maybe a little protest against the proliferation of arms in our world. And we're all very conscious of the war in Ukraine, but there are many other conflicts throughout the world. So that's that's something that um, Solis Rida are are delighted to be involved in. And it was actually an initiative of Solis Rida and into Kildare, Kildare Falcher, which are the tourist board for Kildare. And uh, we're very, very pleased to do that. Then as... Yes, sorry. Oh. So, Geraldine, just a little bit to back up a little. You mentioned St. Bridget's Cross. And yes. Oh, those of us who grew up in Ireland, we know that uh, it was just standard in every house that there was yes. the St. Bridget's Cross ha- hanging. And yes. I'll, I'll ask you to describe it in a moment. But the other thing that was fascinating as well was, if we recall back when RTE was established, I think it was back in the 61, 1961. 61, yes. Yeah, that the symbol for the, that came on was the St. Bridget's Cross. And that in many ways, like with so many cultural iconic things, we take them for granted when you grow up with them. Yes. Yes. That is actually very true. And, um, the St. Bridget's Cross is, is a symbol of a lot of things, actually. Um, obviously, uh, it's the symbol of County Kildare, Kildare County Council. Louth County Council have also incorporated it because, of course, uh, because of Fahard. Um, on board Altranus, which is the, um, the nursing board, it's part of their, uh, uh logo as well. And I suppose the, the Bridges Cross are very simple. I have one here actually that a, a, a young child, uh, made for me. And um, it's a very simple four-armed cross woven out of generally rushes, although other materials can be used as well. I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were saying that in their part of the country they didn't have rushes. um, So they used to make them out of straw. So it's a simple four-armed cross and just woven in the shape of a cross. A lot of people think it's very difficult to weave a St. Bridget's cross. But you know something, it's a skill once learned, you never forget it. It's like riding your bicycle, you never forget it. And um, again, it is used, uh, I mean, the the uh, the... The sentiment behind it is to invoke Bridget's protection on uh, your household, uh, the people in your house, uh, on your animals and on your crops, because it would have been used maybe for the crops as well. And as far as I recall, um, part of the tradition would be to go out, would it be on the 31st of January or the 30th of January? Yes. To collect, collect the rushes for yes. us. That that is actually true. Um, generally, the the uh, man of the house would go out and collect the rushes. This is would be a very old custom, and 
I suppose maybe a lot of the time would be connected with maybe the the west of Ireland and the the northwest. But the man of the house would go out and collect the rushes and he would bring them back. Uh, They would be kept outside. And on the eve of of Bridget's Day, the 31st of January, um, there would be uh, maybe uh, the youngest child or if there was a Bridget in the house would go out and they'd knock on the door and they'd ask, three times like is Bridget welcome in this house and the answer from inside yes you know Bridget is welcome in this house so the the child would bring in the rushes and the people would sit around and they'd weave a St Bridget's cross or several St Bridget's crosses as in our case would be one for all of the 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 animal houses and again as I say that would be to invoke um Bridget's blessing on um on the house, the house and the household. So that, that would be, would be, um, part of it. Nowadays, actually, quite a few, I, I've, I've actually had quite a few phone calls, um, in the last week or so, uh, people saying to you that they're, they're weaving crosses and maybe they're being distributed at, um, local masses or, um, you know, kind of, uh, centers, um, community centers and things like that. So, in actual fact, the tradition, uh, while we mightn't still practice the actual tradition of the gathering and all like that, the practice of making St. Bridget's crosses and distributing St. Bridget's crosses is still very much alive. And the amount of people who want to learn how to weave a St. Bridget's cross is is growing all the time. So also, the 1st of February in the Celtic calendar is really, as I understand, the first new, the really New Year's Day. Well, the 1st of February in the Celtic calendar would have been considered the uh, first day of spring. Right. So I'm sure when I was going to school, I may possibly ask them when you were going to school, we counted as spring started in February. Yes. yes. And now I suppose, uh, according to the meteorologists, it doesn't. But um, we would we would have seen it as as the 1st of of February spring and it would have been a time when you know the little snowdrops um would be just up there the first the first flower of spring and you'd be watching out for the snowdrops because you'd know that uh, allegedly good weather wouldn't be far behind now sometimes it can be quite a bit far behind uh, but but that was always in the Celtic calendar the first of February was seen as the first of spring yeah, the difference, of course, in where I live now in, in the Canadian environment, it's the dropping snow rather than the snow drops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, the snow drops, um, the, the kind of the, the, the pet name for snow drops are um, St. Bridget's uh, footsteps. Right. Yeah, because, of course, they grow in clumps and yeah, yeah. So it's, it's lovely. Actually, here at the centre now, we've been we've been watching out for the last week or so, um, to see where they're going to be in flower. And lo and behold, early on this week, um, they actually started to flower. So they're they're beautiful. So Geraldine, tell me a little about the centre. Uh, the centre here, Solus Rida, which is the light of Bridget. And the actual building here was opened in 2015 and we're, we're an ecological building. We actually don't use fossil fuels in uh, heating the centre. So we're heated by the earth, the air and the sun. Um, but the business or the, the, the mission of Solus Rida has been carried out in Kildare here for, 
For almost 30 years, the Brigidine sisters, a couple of the Brigidine sisters actually moved into Kildare about 30 years ago. And um, they they started uh, opening their house to people who wanted to find out about uh, St. Bridget. Um, the, The flame, the fire of Bridget had been relit in Kildare Town um, in February of 1993. The sisters had come in in 1992 and there was a big conference held with an NGO group called AFRI, Action Aid from Ireland. And one of the, and the sisters, and one of the things that was suggested was, well, for the duration of the conference, we, we, should we light the fire? And then when the fire when the conference was over, it was like, well, we cannot let this fire go out again. And the sisters took a spark and lit a candle, a very simple candle, and they kept it in their home, their dwelling house. And people, it just captured people's imagination. And people started to come and they wanted to know about St. Bridget and um, about the, 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 I suppose, the, the whole legends, the traditions, the the mission and the life of St. Bridget. And it, they really outgrew their the dwelling house and they, they dreamed then of building the centre. So in 2015, the centre was officially opened. Right, right. Um, we're going to have to wrap up, Geraldine. Uh, it's been wonderful meeting you and hearing the story. And I'm looking forward to sharing some more about St. Bridget with the listeners this weekend. And uh, I know it is also a celebration of the 1500 um, of Bridget, and we'll hear more about that during yes. the, the rest of the program yeah. as well. Yeah, we're coming uh, up to the 1500th anniversary yeah. of the death of St. Bridget. Um, because it's in pre-recorded history, um, it, there's no um, exact dates, but the approximate dates are kind of around around anything from 2023 to 2025. So we've gone straight down the middle and picked 2024, but lots of things are happening already for Bridget 1500. Fantastic. Geraldine, just uh, just yes. on behalf of Solus Rita, can I wish all your listeners a very happy, loyal Rita? And if you ever get a chance, do call in to us here in Solus Rita. Geraldine Moore, thanks a million. Thank you, Austin.